Thank you for tuning in today to Life in the Raw. Before this episode starts, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Today I was speaking to one of my really good friends who are really close to my heart, Kai Pusatello. Thanks for listening once again. Enjoy. Alrighty, what's up, guys? Welcome back to Life in the Raw. This is your boy Paul Cadavos, and I got one of my really, 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 really good friends from the islands of Guam. We're both actually Filipino, but we're both here in South Carolina, and we met in Guam. Um, I had a concussion that year. Anyways, without further ado, <laughs> this is my good friend Kaipo Sotelo. What's up, Kaipo? So Paul, thanks for having me, man. This is uh, it's exciting because you were on my podcast what a couple months ago. And yeah. now you're doing your own and you're doing your whole thing. It's been, there's been a lot that has gone on in between then. Um, yeah, but man. I'm super glad to be here and be sharing dude, a conversation. Dude, it's so funny. Cause like you're, you're one of the people that were like, dude, you got to start a podcast. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I was like, I don't know what I'm going to talk about, but I was like, and then I was like, wait a minute. I've been like having this thought like down my head. Like I need to have these conversations recorded. And that's really what this podcast is about is just recording conversations between guys and, uh-huh. and like between me and my friends, I have some really high quality individuals because obviously I want to surround myself with a 1% or mindset, 2% or mindset people that mm-hmm. um, know there's more in life than just what's going on. And that always have a sense of urgency. Um, and so that's why I record all these. I want, I'm recording these podcasts with these people because like I, mm-hmm. these are conversations that everyone should hear. Um, I think they're really, really cool. I think everyone has something very beneficial to share. And I, I know that your story is really, really awesome. And so I just really want to break that down with you real quick. Um, can you just like share just a little bit or a lot? I don't care. Honestly, I really don't care. This is life in the raw, man. If we both end up crying, like it's <laughs> perfectly fine. But if you want to share your story, um, just a little bit about yourself, how you grew up, where you grew up and how you got here. Yeah, sure. Um, first of all, thanks for the really kind words. Um, because you basically described your show and the fact that you want me on here, and it's a really big honor and super humbling. So I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, but Paul said I'm from Guam, but we're both Filipinos. So I was raised in Guam, but I was born in Roja City, Philippines. Um, it's as country as you're gonna get in the Philippines. Um, but yeah, so. Moved to Guam when I was two. My dad had $200 in his pocket. And now I'm going to fast forward through everything. Met Paul because he was on a mission team out to my church for a summer um, and obviously hit it off. Ended up in South Carolina. Now I'm pursuing a doctor of physical therapy degree at MUSC, which I should graduate hopefully in May 2021, barring anything too crazy. Um, it's been a road <laughs> this year. Who knows? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, I'm on my last set of rotations and by May I should have a new degree, a new license, uh, actually two new licenses. Cause I get married at the end of May There you um, go to Holly Chase, who I met in PT school. And, uh, yeah, that's the general thing I normally tell people. Um, obviously we're probably going to dig a little bit deeper than that, but that's, uh, that's Kaipo in about two minutes. <laughs> All right. So Kaipo, let's, let's, let's talk about like what things you like to do. Like what things like, Oh geez. You just, like, just enjoy just, you know, in life. Yeah. So um, much like you, I like having good conversations and my life, it tends to be people centric. I'm in a profession where as 
um, as PTs of any medical profession, we spend the most one-on-one time with patients um, by, you know, time in the day. Other, <clears throat> um, other doctors and other medical professionals, a lot of times checkups and like, it's like 15, 20 minutes or 10 minutes, or sometimes five minutes. Um, but PTs, and depending on what setting you're on, you're up with, your, with a patient for an hour and a half, two hours a day sometimes um, in the hospital um, an outpatient setting, anywhere between 30 minutes to an hour. It's, and, and you see them often, you know, a PT course of things is generally over the course of six to eight weeks uh, to get rid of pain and do a couple other things. Um, but that was a lot of the reason why I wanted to be a PT uh, is because I'm P- being people centric. It plays to my strengths. So there's that whole aspect of it, but I also am pretty big into maximizing potential. So I've got a mission statement that I've been telling myself since my senior year of college. Um, it is live an authentic life that maximizes potential, puts others first. So those were those two first things and positively impacts the world through those around me that by doing these things every day, I may bring glory to God and be content with it, with his will. So all, all that was like super intentional. I'm, I'm in year three and a half or I guess year three, but three and a half years into it. I'm really happy with the way I've been able to live my life because it made me think about what can I say no to that isn't accomplishing those things? Um, am I maximizing potential? Like that's big PT. Like we want to make sure you're getting the most of it. Not, not just getting by, but getting the most of it. Um, thriving. Yeah. And then putting others first and having those conversations and positively impacting the world. So those two are really great and all, but it's are am, am I making a big enough impact in someone else's life where I can truly say I impacted the world in one way or the other, try and do little things that people don't see so I can be maximizing potential and impacting the world, you know, like on my own. So mm-hmm. um, it's, it's told me that there are a lot of things I need to say no to. And there's a lot of things that um, I'm interested in, but I've narrowed it down to still a lot of things, but <laughs> Um, a manageable amount and being okay with it. All right. So I know you said you saying no to a lot of things. So, <laughs> and I know you said you, I know you still do a lot of things. So let's break down. What are those? A lot of, just list off a couple of things that you're currently doing right now and some things you had to say no to. So, okay. So um, something that I learned from you actually a couple of years ago, she stole from you um, to our, I guess your right and my left, I think. Yeah. So like all this, all my stuff is uh, similar to yours. Cause uh, I remember when you and Anna got married originally, I saw a, you, you, y'all are still married. That sounded really bad. <laughs> um, this is the picture back. It, it's there. Yeah. That, they're, they're very happily married. They're good. Um, but when y'all first were betrothed, um, I saw, I saw that goal list that's in the back there. It's a bunch of sticky notes on this big poster board and you guys slowly made your way through xing it out it's setting goals it's showing progress and i love that um i love seeing that i love watching the x's go up and on this wall i have a bunch of things that i need to do so some things that are that so pt school is the big one right now because i am basically paying the sum of a house in order to get this degree so i'll be paying off the house that is my profession yeah. for the next however long 
plan played off, paid off super aggressively too. Um, so that and the finances side like that is all kind of lumped together because that's its own thing. But um, I think it's going to be a well worth investment, especially going into life when I'm only going to be 25 and I'll have this degree. So yeah. um, PT is a big thing. Um, next, next thing is method. Method Supply is the company that I started really when I made this, uh, when, when I figured out, okay, this is my mission statement, Method was born. So in like 2017, I started hatching the idea. Originally, I wanted to call it Ed Squared every damn day. But obviously, like it, it made a little more sense to be something like a little bit more brand marketable and yeah. just generally just easier to sit, explain. You know, I think method supply is really good because it basically is there's so many a lot. There's a lot of supply companies out there, but method supply is providing people with a way to think or a way to do or a way to accomplish what they need to do. So it's a mindset, it's reminders, it's little tools that help them. That's what method supply is. We actually just launched a full um, shirt line. We have three colors with our basic building blocks. Actually have them behind me in one sec. Show them, show them, show them for everyone. That's I like the red color way the best. You guys can go to YouTube and watch this video and see see these (laughs) awesome shirts. Yeah. So, um, this is our brand. So it's, it's a two building blocks because it starts with two building blocks. It's, you know, strategy, it denotes everything. So like we have got, we've got three colors, um, out right now on sale. We actually sold out of the first two colors that we soft released over the summer and yeah, we're doing a giveaway now. And, but basically method is just that like little things. When you see the two blocks, you know, okay, I'm building something. Mm-hmm. It's, it's for the people that you will probably be talking to on this podcast. It's people that are in that 1%, 2% mindset of I'm going to build something, you know, like maybe that's not monetary, but like, I want to be the best I could be. Yeah. I want to have that, that way of thinking where I'm going to get the most of it. I'm going to figure out a way to take what God's given me and make sure I, I use every inch of it. Maximize so, that potential. Yeah. So it's, it's exactly right. Like with, with the mission statement, and everything. So methods, a big thing. We got a bunch of things planned. That's obviously the podcast, the method supply podcast. We're as at the record, time of recording this, we're on interview 36. So I committed to doing it for a year because it was hard. It was something that like, okay, I, I know this is something that we've wanted to do, but let, let's just get it out there. Yeah. And like just committing to having a weekly episode it kind of is it's it's interesting so that's one of the things so i make sure i release a weekly episode um on spotify apple and everything like that's been listened to over like 20 something countries we have awesome. thousands of listens to already which is just like nuts a lot of my guests recently are just like people i cold i cold dm dm on instagram like for next week we have a, a a guy called the Blind Surfer. His name is Pete Gustin. Super cool. Like this interview was one of my favorites. Yeah. He is a voice actor, but he has lost his. He has um, he has a condition called macular de- degeneration. He's had it from birth. Normally, that's like when you get older, uh-huh. you get macular degeneration. But they have um, I forget the specific name for it when it's from birth. But he basically sees blocks, like block splotches. It, like when you it's like pixelated. Um, yes, basically, and it's like even like bigger and he sees like not even shapes but like shades it's super interesting but he learned how to surf in the last two years 
or the last few years. And so he um, has a YouTube channel on it, but he's also a voice actor that he just won an award a couple of years ago for best, um, best commercial. And he's like the guy that you hear, you know, coming this summer, you know, like, but yeah, if, if you, yeah. if you hear the voice, it sounds exactly like a movie commercial and it's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, he's an example of someone like just cold DMing. I don't know him, but he's got that same mindset that we want to share in method. Like, Hey, if there's, if, if you want to do something, you're going to find a way in his stories of testament to that. Mm-hmm. And, um, getting to talk to people like that is a super big privilege. So that's one, that's one thing. So the podcast and the management of that was my partner, Rachel, who I could not do anything without. So thank you, Rachel. Shout out, Rachel. Um, well, there's I think a, I should have said, there's a yeah. flyer on your wall. Yeah. <laughs> this one. This is the, yeah. This one of the menus of uh, Prima Kitchen. <laughs> um, yeah. So every few Sundays, we haven't done it recently because I was short on staffing and time, but obviously. Um, but it's a fashion project called Prima Kitchen. Um, I love to cook. I think food's been a, a big thing. If I was in healthcare, I'd probably be in food because I could do a lot of the same stuff that I did do in healthcare with mm-hmm. food. Same yeah. thing, be, having the best food, doing it to serve others and, and impacting the world that way. And the way I impact the world with this restaurant concept that I came up with not five, six years ago is having island food accessible here in the east coast it's it's mm-hmm. just not a thing and no. that even that was super interesting so like i've been working at golden brown delicious in town um for alex george for the last four years basically and <clears throat> so uh he just told me one day hey do you have an idea for a restaurant and I'm like oh, yeah this is something i've been sitting on so it was like easy execution turn around yeah. Um, branding was super easy because I just had an idea and I went on Canva because I don't have a graphic design degree, but there's a bunch of graphic designers that put templates up and I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, and then come up with a menu um, and have just blown out the water. Like there are people from Guam that I didn't even know were in the upstate. When they came out, they tore apart my food because I was still figuring it out. But <laughs> like at the same time, like so they brought so many people out and were able to get to the point where we are now and we have you know, a couple hundred followers on Instagram, but every time we make money or every time we do it, people show up and we yeah. make money off of it. And it's just sharing Guam culture. We put the Guam flag out there yeah, and helps pay our rent here um, at our, at the house. And like, it's just a fun overall thing. It's like a, a mm-hmm. hobby that you can actually monetize. So yeah, that's, that's another thing. Um, and then probably the number one thing that I should, um, say is a, is a focus is my relationship with God, um, mm-hmm. and self-development, yeah. um, which is over here in this area, like off screen, but, um, that and my relationship with, uh, Holly, my fiance mm-hmm. and my little brother. So like, those are, those are my biggest things. And again, like there, uh, there's even one more on there that I'm still working on, but I can't necessarily talk about right now. That's fine. But um always yeah, something the, in the fire always, always yeah in the fire. along that i mean we're planning a wedding in may dude that's it's a lot sorry i i, I, I talked a lot just then because you, no. you, you're the one who opened the can of worms but no nah, dude I, that was just a lot <laughs> so i don't know if you guys like realize it's not but like kaip was like you guys could hear it time and time again when kaip was like he's so outward focused like Mm-hmm. You just focus so much on other people. It's awesome. Like you want to share your culture. And that's, that's one of the big things. Like growing up on an Island, you're just kind of like in the middle of water floating, you know, mm-hmm. 
like we're both island boys. I grew up more on the, on the mountains on the island and like, mm-hmm. you're just by yourself and like, you just want to share that with everyone. It's not because like you think you're better than everyone. It's just cause like you had such an awesome time that you just want to share that with other people. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. And, like you have, you have things that you have, your mind's been open to. And this, I think that was one of the reasons why both of us really wanted to start a podcast or wanted to start sharing is because like we have our minds open to at such a young age, like we're both, we're both under 30. Mm-hmm. I'm 30 because I only have a couple more months to say that. <laughs> <laughs> but like we're, we're both young dudes and we both have have had the opportunity to learn and grow so much from like like things in life that we've encountered and from other people teaching us. And it's just like, we just want to share that. You know, it's just the excitement, the food, the knowledge, the um, ability to help other people. And like that's just that like you continually over and over just keep saying that just like, I really want to do this for the people. I really want to help. I want to share this guy's story. I want to like cook people food. I don't care if they tear apart my food. That means I get to learn. And like all these things that are just cumulatively adding up towards a better future for you. And that's awesome. And that's, there's like, there's so many, I have talked to so many guys um, because of the industry I'm in. I've talked to a lot of guys, all different ages and women. Um, They all say, Hey, I want to get there. I want to get there. I want to get there. But there's a difference between I want to get there and I'm doing something to get there. Hmm. Very, very, very big difference. I like that. Um, one of my favorite bodybuilders, Ronnie Coleman, um, said mm-hmm. in a like in a he was he was a, is an Arnold um, competition competition, and he was this one guy was saying like, yeah, I had the package to defeat Arnold at and uh, defeat defeat Ronnie Coleman at the Arnold Classic, and he's like, he's like, we all know that like this is talk is cheap. He's like, bring it to the stage and show me there. And he's just like, I, I just paraphrase that, but like, that's it. Like some people talk a talk, but no one's doing the do, you know, mm-hmm. and like, but you're like consistently, consistently doing stuff to the point where you have to say no to a lot of things. And I know that for a fact. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know one of the biggest no's and I want, I want to really want to bring this out because I think this has a huge part to play in who you are as a character, as your character. Um, one of the biggest no's Kaipo actually had to say was to PT school. Mm-hmm. There was a time in his life where he actually, he decided to say no to PT. One of the biggest things in life. And why was that Kaipo? Yeah. So um, really interesting that you put it like that. And again, what, what you're saying resonates with me wholly because we have an experience and we just want to share it. Like that's primarily it. Um, there's a quote that came to mind when you said that is that beauty, there's something lost in beauty when it is not shared with another you can see a beautiful sunset but how much better when you share it with anna mm-hmm. you know it's just the fact that you could be there and you can enjoy the moment completely and fully or you come home and then you're like Anna, i had this most beautiful sunset you can keep some of it to yourself but there's something lost in that yeah and the fact that we're able to share our experience is huge so um and appreciate that um so back to the question the fact that i say no to pt was shoot um about two and a couple months ago so uh would it be september august or september of 2018 i was on rotation actually up here in anderson in anderson south carolina and um my dad lost his job earlier in the year it was like he'd been bouncing around through jobs and everything my mom has this condition called scleroderma and she was deteriorating pretty quickly there's just a lot of things going on and there were some other family issues i don't want to get into but just basically there was a choice like continue 
the path for PT. I would have graduated by now in May of this year if I had stayed. Um, or you go home and help the family. Um, and so there was a lot of um, reasons to go back and to do these things, but it's probably the best decision I've made in the last three years. It's it was really difficult in the sense like, okay, I'm walking away from a lot of stuff that I'm comfortable with. I was finally hitting a stride. I did a lot of introspection that first year of PT school mm-hmm. um, and figured out a way where I can thrive, truly thrive. And now I'm going to like uproot myself again and go back home literally on the other side of the world and read, do everything. And going back home sounds super great, but I mean, home is different. Like I'm sure you know this going to the Philippines, like, Home is completely different than when yeah. you were there last. Like I knew people there, but the, the dynamics were different. I, I didn't walk the same areas. I, I couldn't, I didn't know the same people because some of them would be gone. Some of them were in different places in life. And it was really interesting to navigate all that and being home for an extended amount for like right around the better part of a year, mm-hmm. um, which was challenging in itself, but um, being able to be there for family um, and um, we actually started a coffee shop. Um, I have to keep forgetting to mention that. So the over the summer, my dad and his business partner, who he did events with, um, had an opportunity to obtain this coffee shop called. And we were planning in the summer. I was telling him, hey, here's the aesthetics. Here's a way you can make it different and everything like that. But he had no one to run it. And long story short, I basically said, hey, I'll come home. I'll help take care of mom we had one vehicle between my little brother me and my dad who all had to be different places at different times and um being able like my mom was bedridden so she we'd have to make sure we take care of my mom yeah i'll leave her alone all the time but i'd be working for free basically and i told him told him i wouldn't get paid until we start making a lot of money yeah and i didn't get paid at all like no the entire time working I worked about 80 hour weeks I get there, open up the shop at six something mm-hmm. and then leave like around closing sometimes. So like around around nine 30 or something like that. Sometimes I had an event. Sometimes I got to leave home early, like just doing all that kind of thing for six, seven days a week. And it, it was a big learning experience for sure, because I'd never been to the point where I owned something and I lost 20 pounds, no 25 pounds. Uh, I was, I got down to 165 from 190, which was not a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and really like got through it a lot. And, um, but it was one of the best decisions I've ever made because personally I learned a lot about business and yeah. how planning is important and all these other things, taking sales. Like when I got there on um, this X amount of sales, but by December I got reached my goal of three Xing that. And by the time I left, it was 10, no, it was six X for the original time of sale. Yeah. So it's like, it was a good, um, it was a good learning curve. It was definitely stressful, but I'm glad I did it because now I have a taste for it. And now mm-hmm. the next thing that I get a chance to do, I'll have a better, better mindset leading. So, um, and then the personal side of being there for family, um, you and I both know, like if we have one more moment with our moms, like it, we'd, we'd take that in a heartbeat. Yeah just like one more little thing. And I'm so glad, especially this morning, I was thinking about it, but I was so glad that I spent that time. There are moments that I won't be able to get back. Mm-hmm. Um, both of our moms passed in the last year, year and a half, basically. Yeah. 
um couple so, months of each other yeah so um so we we share that in in a sense and the fact that you know when we spent time and being there and talking and having these moments like i would not trade that year for anything yeah and like having that and you know at holly was able to come out and meet that meet her so that was yeah. really important to me and my mom gave the approval so that was a, that was a big thing um awesome the the ring that she's that holly's wearing right now is um one that the last thing my mom ever gave me and so in a sense like my relationship with my mom lives on in the marriage that will be um holly and i mm-hmm. so it's it, there, there's a lot <laughs> like i said like I, I don't normally share this stuff and you know that nah, because like I it's love it. it's 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 our own thing so things that we had to go through but um and that's just that's there's so much i could say about that moment right there but like like you were saying man there's like hindsight is 2020 right everyone says mm-hmm. that but like you look back and is a chain reaction of events that just really make it so like at the front end, if a lot, like at the time you had to make the decision, like, Hey, I either go home or continue my PT school. And people are going to be like, you know, why don't you just finish your PT then go home. Or some people are like, man, if you put do PT, you're going to be behind. Like you weighed all those facts and what you were 23, right? Uh, at the time, 20, yeah, 23, 23. No, I, I was 20. No, I was 22. I turned 23 in Guam that year. Okay. Okay. So yeah, you're 22. Like 22 year olds shouldn't have to make that decision. You know, 20, like (laughs) 22 is like, people are like, man, you need to be living your life, doing your stuff like that. But like, I feel like when there's circumstances that are extremely, extremely difficult outside of your control and you have to, you, you are, you're forced to make those decisions at a very young age urgency of life just becomes all more forward. Like you begin to see things differently. And I think like it's, if you had not gone, like you'd have regret and you would have missed so much, you know, mm-hmm. I know you grew and I know you learned so, so, so much. Like I don't even think like right now you actually realize how much you learned. Mm-hmm. Like there's going to be instances like three, four years down the road from now. And you're going to be like, I learned that in Guam. Like, what mm-hmm. and it's gonna be crazy and it's gonna, like those are the moments i look forward to watching people like especially knowing people's backstories and it makes me so so freaking excited like mm-hmm. i knew what happened back then and then like when i see that look in someone's face that like what they what happened to them they actually like it something happened they realize they flashback in that moment and that that look on people's faces when they had that flashback like dude i learned this or dude i appreciate this so much more because i had this moment it's awesome. And like, let's not over even gloss over the fact that your mom was like, your mom was not doing well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For you guys that don't know, Kaipo and I are, are like so, 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 so alike. It's ridiculous. We're mm-hmm. both island dudes. We both love basketball. We both used to jump out the roof. I can't because I'm on crutches right and now. And you, hey, you will. You, I you will. will. You'll will. get there. Um, like, moms were both very, very sick for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And we're very, very strong people. They both married white girls. <laughs> well, <laughs> guy was about to marry a white girl. Yeah, um, and so like, it's so exciting watching someone's life that's younger than mine and doing so much to me. Like guy was obviously a couple years younger than I am. 
and like i'm so so freaking excited like I, i'm excited to see what you do next year <laughs> like, i know how you are and like your capacity is continually growing because like yes you can only say no to these couple things but dude like once pt school's gone like you have free reign and you're just gonna be like killing it <laughs> it's gonna be so so cool and so exciting just watch you like explode like literally explode and so like life is going to throw so many more crap stuff at you and it's mm-hmm. going to be really, really hard. And like, Anna and I, Anna's, Anna's dad um, tells me this sometimes. He's like, you know, when you get married, the highs get higher and the lows get lower. And I'm like, I don't really think the lows get lower. I just think it's a different level. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's with life and God continually allows us like builds us up, builds us up, builds us up and things are getting bigger. Like if the things you're going to have to deal with when you're 27 if you had to deal with it, you're 24, 24, or 20, like even now, like you wouldn't be able to handle, but you're consistently growing. You're consistently pushing yourself to become. And the thing is about it, like you're not even pushing yourself just become just because of you. You're always pushing yourself because you want to be, you want to maximize your potential to help other people. That's it. <laughs> like it's so outward focused that like, it probably doesn't even wear you out. Like it does, but like, it doesn't, you know, yeah. it fills it, you it, up. It wears me out when I say, a lot when I when I fill my plate too much, you know, mm-hmm. like and it's of stuff that I don't necessarily want to do, mm-hmm. and so like I understand like there's some things that you know there are things that you need to do, like yeah. there are things that need to happen, and I'm okay with that. Um, but our, my biggest issue is um, the thing that burns me out is when I feel like I'm not doing it for a purpose. Yeah, if I feel like I'm not doing it for a purpose, then she's like, "What's the point?" You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. Um, yeah, man, I'm I'm pumped about this here, dude. Like, is especially being in Greenville and like you being a stone's throw away, um, figuratively speaking. Um, the fact that we get to grow together in the same area and yeah. see that I'm I'm really thankful for that because it's you and I were talking about this one time at my house. Is it's so it's so refreshing to talk to people who are doing very similar thing as you, um, mindset wise, but completely different industry wise, mm-hmm. and the fact that you and I can resonate and understand there's something to add to this world. And there's something that we can do as, as people, we, we have the capacity to work very hard. Yeah. Um, might, might just be the Filipino blood in us, but <laughs> the fact that we are able to make a way here. Um, I talked to my little brother, Kobe often about the fact that we're starting new lines here in the Philipp- or in, in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Like we're the only we're the only Satellos that we know of in South Carolina. Like we're yeah. starting a completely new line. Like it's him and me and you do the same thing. Like you're like, you are like your family is based out of the Philippines. And I know you have brothers and sisters like kind of around, but like the South Carolina Cadavis is that starts with you. Yeah. And now you're the patriarchal figure. So there's something about having that mindset of, okay, <laughs> I'm setting the example for, literally everyone that follows generations i have the opportunity to impact people that will i will never meet Mm -hmm. the great 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 grandkids you know that hear the story um the beautiful thing about technology is that i get to talk to them right now or you get to talk to them right now it's it's super interesting um i don't think i think that the fact that we live in a, a world right now where the decisions we make are now recorded and mm-hmm. the fact that we can 
have these memories and moments and all these other things and our flaws no matter how much we push them now will always rise to the forefront and yeah. the fact that the only way we can truly harness the best of ourselves is to face those things head on with faith number one but also courage because um with courage and humility and honesty then you can start to realize okay i am these things i'm not these things and then leaning into the things that you are and not listening to anyone including yourself telling you you are this thing when you're not that thing mm-hmm. you know i think it's i think i don't know if you know how we got onto that but the fact that <laughs> <Doesn't> matter <laughs> yeah um the fact that um you and i are, are here doing these things and with our respective shows and the things we do um I, I it's just very encouraging to have these conversations bro it, it's i'm glad that i'm glad that you started doing this always man like that's thing like it's not even a sense of competition mm-hmm. it's a sense of like brotherhood and family like we're on the family of doing something and recording it um like you said like one of the reasons i record my videos is because i want my kids to see like what was dad thinking at 27, uh-huh. at 28, yeah. at 29, at 30? Like, what, like he set us up. Yeah. All my kids would be like, my dad set me up <laughs> and I don't want to take that for granted. Yes. That's a big thing. The and sacrifice. I want to like, I want to carry on mm-hmm. the essence of what he did. You know, mm-hmm. like I have no idea. They're probably not. I mean, I don't know what my daughter's going to do. Mm-hmm. If I have more kids, I don't know what they're going to do but I want to make sure they have the right mindset, the right work ethic, the right goals, the right drive and the right, like approach to every all and like the right worldview is like nothing, nothing that you have is going to be given. It's going to be earned, you know, mm-hmm. and not without God's guiding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's, I've yeah. said it, but I said it in my first episode, I'm like, you know, it's like my life is, has to be completely 100% controlled by God. Cause this moment it isn't like, it's going to go all haywire. Mm-hmm. I hear that. And the fact that, we can as human beings either fight that like go against the current i'm gonna have my way i think i heard a quote recently it was like the surest way to thwart your plans is to tell god because <laughs> just, <laughs> just like redirect you but the fact that you're able to you know see it and like okay we don't have to fight it we can and we but we don't all, like also want to go to the other side of that and be resigned to it yeah you know it's a day by day step by step it's give and take it's not black and white we live in the gray mm-hmm. and the fact that we have um family brother brotherhood um to help us walk through in daily life like i think that's not that's not on purpose or well that's the opposite of what i'm trying to say that's not an accident no it's and not <laughs> so the fact that we're able to truly truly do these things together and god put these puts these people in your life i i mean i i have you to thank i have rio shiro to thank and jordan havalana and forrest rogers and hendrick and fonte and like all these other people that like really invested in my life and mm-hmm. are my age and or a little bit older and truly allowed me not to feel so alone during the hard times and like yeah. that's that's a that's such a big, big thing and mm-hmm. I, I know it's just i mean especially when you're trying to hustle and do what other people aren't doing it's yeah. a little frustrating or like isolating when Definitely. no one no one around you is doing it too yeah. you're like hey we're all going to party and you're like i gotta i gotta record this, this uh 
on this yeah. podcast or like i gotta get ready for prima tomorrow <laughs> like yeah <laughs> i can't just go out and party like mm-hmm. but the thing is like how's that how's that go um I totally forgot a quote, but it was something along the lines of like, work hard now so you can party later. Yeah. Like the rest of my life is going to be a party and I'm still going to be working. (laughs) (laughs) Like it's a party because I designed it. Mm -hmm. I built it. um, And I'm exactly where I want to be. Yeah. And like the work pays off. The work pays off. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. Like you don't know when it's going to happen. You know, it's going to happen. But the work pays off. Yeah. Never in my life would I ever said like, actually, that's a lie. I said, by the time I'm 30, I'm going to be retired um, and like working from home. Like I'm going to be retired and be home, be home. I never knew that I'd do that at 29. Never knew that it happened before 29. Mm-hmm. And here I am. And it's like, it's just crazy. It's just, it's just crazy. And that's, that's the thing. Like my wife and I, we put our heads, work, put our heads down. We got to work and we continue to work. And we kind of put in, put the work in like, yeah, we had party, we had fun times and whatnot, but like it all pays off and like, look, we can see where we're now. So that going back to what I said earlier, it makes me so, so, so freaking excited to watch your life at your age. And like, when I see guys that are younger and men that are growing up and men that are like business minded, strong, like super have a good head on their shoulders and like they're doing stuff like, and they're doing work. It's like, hold up. Like, I got to be friends with this dude because I may need a loan from you in the future. (laughs) Like, you're going to be making, like, money. You're going to be having success in your marriage. You're going to have success with your children and whatever whatever else you do, Um, whether that's continue opening up your own, you open up your own PT or you open up 15 restaurants. I don't care. Like, Mm -hmm. what you're going to be doing is going to be awesome. And it's going to be really, really fun to be along for the ride just to watch and (laughs) just participate and just cheer you on. and just, I'm just, like I said, I'm just super, super, super excited for your life and for your marriage and for all these things that are going on in your life right now, that's going to like come to fruition. And you have no idea how cool it's going to be. And by the time you get there, I'm going to be right there, like standing there watching your face. Oh, you're, you'll be there. You'll be ahead of me on those steps, baby. Oh yeah. I mean, I will, <laughs> but I'll be right there beside you, just cheering you on and waiting for that moment where you're going to like, your eyes can pop open. He's oh, dude, It's going to be awesome. Anyways. Um, so we've been going on this for, I I don't even know how long it doesn't even matter. Yeah. It's just fun. Um, Mm -hmm. these are the conversations I love having, man. They just fuel me up. I could, I honestly could keep going for hours, but I know Mm -hmm. that you probably should, uh, get back to doing stuff you need to be doing. And I probably need to go ice my knee because it's throbbing. (laughs) (laughs) God, I love it, man. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, I almost said thanks for coming on because I almost said thanks for coming on because I'm normally like wrapping up the show myself too. Uh, but anyways, what were you saying? <laughs> You're trying to close out my show? Yeah, I don't uh, know. Why. <laughs> that's great. Uh, I was going to say, is there anything else you want to say uh, right before we, we peace out and we cut this meeting off? Uh, well, again, thanks for having me. Like, the, the, Can't thank you enough. Um, just like you said, these conversations fuel you up. They really gas me up too because they get me back on mission and they really, really put in my heart like, okay, these are the opportunities that present themselves. Yeah. You know, when, when you're, when you're working hard and you have your head down and you're, you're doing these things, you like look back and because of where you are, you're in, you're in the trenches, you look to your left and to your right. All you see is more work to do. Mm-hmm. Right. 
And then you take a, have a friend pull you out of the trenches and walk you up a hill and say, this is where you were and this is where you are now. And you're just like, wow, like it's, it's incredible. And taking that time to reflect on growth. That's something I wanted to share and really end this whole thing with because I am so, so early in the process. So are you. Um, <laughs> the fact that we're in our 20s and having these conversations is very different than a lot of people that I meet. And um, like you said, it's going to pay off one day and it'll pay off in a big way. It's not just like one of those, oh yeah, you're going to have a, this kind of life, but it's, it's a fact of freedom. And we talk about that a lot, but knowing that's the goal, don't forsake the method. Don't, yeah. don't be discouraged about the, the things that aren't going well in the day to day. Like those are the those things that will happen. And then you realize like when you zoom out, you've made 5,000 steps upward when you thought you'd made a hundred steps backward. Mm-hmm. And I think having that perspective and to truly have people walking around you, I think to the people that listen to this, like find those people, understand what growth is, work hard. That's a prerequisite, but ce- celebrate the victories, understand that sacrifice will pay off. And you can see that when you, when you truly have that right perspective and mindset. So I appreciate you, Paul. Um, this has been great. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I appreciate you, Kaipo. Once again, everyone, like this video, subscribe, follow us, whatever else. Look for Kaipo on Kaipo Stello and Method Maker Supply. Is that correct? Method Supply Co. But yes, yes. <laughs> dude, I'm so bad at this. This is why You're I'm going to type it out. <laughs> I'll tag you on Instagram tag you on the youtube video as well um and thanks so much for having you thank you so much for having <laughs> now you're doing all right it. we're gonna end this all in right three two, two. one Peace. and